I'd like to say that with the turning of the new year, that there is a turning of the page. However, I still foresee some very, very interesting times ahead for all of us. Had a fairly muted New Year celebration. I suppose, like a lot of us, I was waiting for the other shoe to drop. I'm still waiting. What we experienced last year isn't over. In fact, part of me thinks it's only just beginning. The ongoing effects and impacts that the pandemic and everything that has come with that are going to continue to affect us for a while. And the political pieces that are currently in play are concerning. And how we choose to deal and act as the human race on this big blue ball hurtling through space will literally dictate our future. 2020 was a year that will literally echo through eternity. I said a number of times on the podcast last year that we are living in prophetic times. We just haven't realised it yet. And I still believe that. I know last year I gave a bit of a prediction for the year to come. be interesting to listen back to that, actually. I probably should do that. I'm not willing to place any bets on this year. I see many, many concerning things. However, I also see more people becoming aware of their surroundings than ever before. I also see a want to bring back the things that we've lost, such as tribe and community and understanding throughout all ages. So I don't think all is lost. However, the night is darkest, always before the dawn. And I'm not sure we've seen our darkest hour yet. This episode you're about to hear is a few weeks old. I got together with Dan as we do towards the end of the year and we had a discussion about US politics and the pandemic and the things that have happened this year. He keeps a fairly close eye on that, a little bit like Mr. Tomlinson's. This one's going to be State of Play 2. I had a bit of a listen back to it. A lot of the stuff is still relevant. You know, obviously there's lockdowns re-happening again in LA, hard border closures again, New South Wales, Victoria here in Australia, still single-digit case numbers, however... You know, this is this is where we are now. And look, I think it's a it's a good conversation. It's always a good conversation with Dan when I try when I when I finally convince him to get behind the microphone. He's a very knowledgeable bloke, he's one of my best mates, he's been a staunch supporter of all the stuff that I've done from the start and I really appreciate his time. As far as all you awesome listeners go, we grew the podcast by over hundred and fifteen percent last year, year on year from the year before. So endless appreciation and very humbled by all the messages that I've got and all the interaction that I've had with the listeners around the globe and do not hesitate to send me a message or send me an email unlocking the code nine at gmail.com or Instagram Facebook I will get back to you and it's always awesome to hear from you guys gonna try and step it up a bit this year uh, gonna try and get it out to more people get a bit more exposure I believe in the content I believe in the concept and with some of the other interesting work as far as megalithically here in Australia and some of the other partnerships that Unlocking the Code is entering into with guys like the Black Dog Brotherhood and a few others, there's very interesting times ahead because we do need to build this tribe, we do need to build this community and share our information and share our knowledge. And look, as I say, the, the testing times are not over and we've got to stay focused, got to stay disciplined, mind, body, soul, okay? And don't forget to be kind, be cool, and remember that we're all people on this big blue ball. And because we do need to bathe in the sun a little bit more, I'm going to use Rowdy's Bathe in the Sun as the intro for this one. Not too sure what I'm going to put on the outro. We might go Rowdy end to end. As always, thanks to Jono for the intro. 
Thank you to you awesome people around the globe that take the time to listen to this. And again, stay focused, be kind, be cool, stay safe. We'll talk soon. Cheers. G'day everyone, welcome back. Um, we've got Dan in the refinery, how are you man? Good buddy, how are you? Good mate, good. Look, it's, uh, it's the end of the year, we have a bit of an end of the year get together and we decided to get the mics out and we're going to do a state of play too. Fair call, if there is a bit of a hum in the background, it's literally like 35 degrees at 6 o'clock at night, that's Celsius for those playing at overseas. It's fucking hot mate, so we've got the aircon on in the, in the studio to try and keep the temperature down a little bit so we apologize for the hum however we want to do this is going to be state of play too okay we got into a fairly rousing discussion when we were doing knights of the round table uh the on poker night 
and you were very uh, rambunctious, you might say. Um, I would tilt that mic up, mate. Uh, how's that? Yeah, bit yep. closer, yeah. Yep. Yep, there you go. Uh, and obviously, as we sit here today, uh, we just checked the news before we went to air, and California's declared Biden as president, and basically it's it's all over. Uh, so I'm, I'm sort of thinking Angus owes me 100 bucks. <laughs> <laughs> you had to, you had to put that on the phone. <laughs> Step yeah. one. Yeah, <laughs> st- just so we're clear, um, Angus owes, still owes you 100 bucks. Yeah, look, that is true. <laughs> That's why I didn't get in on it. I'm like, yeah. oh, no, I don't want to fucking play this game. Yeah. So I'm right, you're wrong thing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> got it. Got I, it. I, didn't, I had <laughs> no, no dog in the fight. However, <laughs> apart from Mr. Tomlinson, you are the other guy that has paid the most attention to it. I suppose, straight up, now the octogenarian has one who can't string a sentence together. What do you think is going to happen now? Like, I mean, what? I mean, we just had a look at the coronavirus cases, and I, I don't know whether I believe those, or I, I'm, I still think it smells like uh, last week's lunch. However, um, where now that you're, you know, you are invested into it for what, for want of a better description. What's your man going to do now? What do you expect him to do? Um, I think there's a lot of healing to happen over there. Um, I think pretty much um, step one, the Democrats have been talking about getting the coronavirus under control, about the the health of the population, the financing of the people who have, who have been crippled by it. So this um, these budget reliefs, all that sort of stuff, it needs to come across the line. So I think that's their first step. Has to be. It's what they've been talking about for the last yeah, nine months. So they can't do anything else. That has to be the primary focus, as it should be. The health of every person is important. Um, but it, I mean, the, the, what what was clear to me, and again, I, I don't pay as much attention to it as you, was that the coronavirus has been used as a political thing over there. Yeah, as it should be. Yeah. Because you got one person who's buried their head in the sand and just declared fake news across the board for all media for reporting it. And then you've got the other person who's listening to science. Science doesn't argue. Um, when you're talking about 300,000 people dead versus Australia, who doesn't even have a 1,000, we took two... Obviously, there's a greater population difference, but you expand our population to be theirs, and the ratio is exponentially different. Yeah. Right? So you're just basic math, basic concept. We took two different approaches. Yeah. One... We shut the doors and did what we were supposed to do and, mm. and locked down. Um, hurt our economy? Granted. Um, mm. But you know what? We're coming out of it. Um, I believe this month we're just out of recession. For the first month, we've got positive figures. Okay. Um, so, like, it hasn't been doom and gloom for too long. But then you look on the other side of the, on the ocean, um, buried the hand in the sand, fake news, no social distancing, let's gather together. And, um, and all of a sudden, it's... You got two hundred thousand plus people a day getting infected, three thousand people dying, or two thousand nine hundred, whatever. Mm. Like ludicrous numbers. Um, it was always going to happen. But I think one of the things about the is it? Can you hear something? No, I thought there was someone there. Yeah, someone's at the door. Someone's at the door. That's okay. American Gothic was a yeah. great show. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no one's no one's come in. I thought I could hear some voices too, mm. to be honest. Uh, yeah, that's that weird. Anyway, we'll keep going. The coronavirus was really designed to kill Americans, though, wasn't it? You know, respiratory, obese, like a vast majority of the American population suited the 
uh, symptoms of the coronavirus in a way. Because um, if you look at the percentage of deaths elsewhere, I know obviously South America, all that sort of stuff. But I mean, the numbers are confusing. They are like, you know, who 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 releases that graph that you showed me before we turn the mics on? Mm, I'll tell you. Oh, I'm looking at it's Worldometer or whatever it is. I'll tell you in a sec. Yeah, because I mean, it's interesting, man. Like I. I agree, you know, in, and obviously it's 2020 hindsight now. I agree upon reflection that at the time the lockdowns were needed because we didn't know what was going to happen. But as you say, Queensland's pretty much gone back to normal. Yeah, it's nothing here. Uh, it's just as a backtrack. It's um, all I've got is worldometer dot info. Okay. Uh, but basically, they've got they've graphed everyone from word dot. I've always watched this graph. Okay. So, um, and it correlates to other websites. It's the same shit different place mm-hmm. um, but yeah but um, Queensland like it's nothing you walk down you walk down the streets here no one's wearing masks we all social distance though everyone does what they're supposed to do mm. if anyone's sick at flu at work they stay home um, they get tested they get tested well, you've been, how many times you've been tested just the once just the once I had three days off um, and I was crook as a dog but it was obviously just the flu um, but well, it's yeah. opposite seasons too that's the other thing that needs to be taken into account like as I say it's like 35 degrees Celsius at 6 o'clock at night, whereas over there it's winter time. Yeah, but we obviously had Melbourne, which went out of control, and we had the potential. If they didn't shut the borders, if they didn't... I mean, we had... I think I read somewhere that said it was the most severe lockdown in the world. In the world, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, It was 100 days of basically shut the fuck up and stay in your house sort of stuff. Yeah. Um, I'm going to have a guy on from Melbourne towards the end of the year. Uh, He's been... I've talked to him on Messenger. Just to get a perspective from on the ground there, um, he's been very active in the protests and stuff, so I'm interested to see what his perspective is of it. And I, I can't say I'd like to be locked in my house. Like, granted, like that's that's next level. Mm. Um, but we were starting to skyrocket on cases. Like, it, it had the potential to really spread everywhere. And, yeah. and, and once it gets a foothold, it's next to impossible. And this is where the US is in a whole world of hurt. They've buried their head for too long. My opinion is that it's... Maybe too little, too late. I, I don't know if it, how can you stop uh, a, a viral spread from two hundred thousand people, and not just that's today. That's not the last ten days worth of people who are infected. There's two million people. Mm. If those numbers are there, how do you keep them isolated without talking to the neighbour, without infecting their wife or their kids or their? Mm. I don't know. It's, it's it's potentially bad. But again, is it, as I said to you before, it's only one point of data, but our American correspondent, he's in one of the hotspots and he doesn't know anyone who knows anyone who's had it. It's only one data point. Uh, it's interesting, man. And I suppose, just a thought that I had, and I'm interested. Is he a Trump supporter? Uh, <laughs> no, sorry, keep going. That was, no, I'm not that sure. Was, that was just a... We'll get back to politics. So I think this is a good, a good discussion to have. So if it's pretty much gone... From Queensland now, like we we haven't had cases for ages. Yeah. yeah. So, but if they do, we do the contract um, tracing. We still can't eat at a restaurant. I still can't go to the pub without filling out a form, without doing a QR code scan, something like that. So that if something happens, they're contacting me. Did you download the app? Yeah. yeah. Did you? I didn't. Yeah, no, I got it all. Yeah, right. I still got it running. Aren't you a good little boy? Yeah. yeah. I do what I'm supposed to do. Uh, So. What's the point of a vaccine then? Why would 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 you take the vaccine if it came out? 
I'd want to know that it wasn't rushed. Yeah. Okay. You, you wouldn't want to be in the I don't in the, in the trial bunch. Yeah, I wouldn't want to be in the trial bunch. I don't want to be. Um, yeah, I I don't know. Um, but my concern is the vaccine is probably going to be irrelevant because it's like the flu. People get a flu shot every year; it mutates. Yeah. So I don't I don't I don't know the end game. I don't know how to control it. Um, I don't have the answers. But all I know is at the moment, if nothing's done, a lot of people die. But if they do find that it mutates and they do find that the vaccine's only good for one season and the next season it's totally different, well, then it's going to be a really bad thing for old people and overweight people and yeah. people with respiratory disease because this will hang around forever. I think one of what, you know, and I, I listen to a fair few podcasts and get a fair few different opinions on it. One of the things that has been consistently not said is how about we eat healthier? How about we be healthier? Like, it's very much focus. One of the problems with modern society is a very high focus on illness as opposed to wellness. Mm, absolutely. You know? Like, uh, just a little meme here that I saved. 40 years of research, no vaccine for HIV. At least 100 years of research, no vaccine for cancer. Ongoing research, no vaccine for the common cold. Less than a year for the COVID vaccine, I think I'll pass on that shot. Mm. And they've said that the, the reason that the COVID vaccine is accelerating is because they have injected so much money into it. I'm pretty sure the pharmaceutical industrial complex is not short of a quid. <laughs> you know, like, mm. it's, it's totally just... Totally different story, that one. It, yeah. <laughs> it just still smells, man. It just still smells to me. I will admit to an initial fear response for my kids and my family and, you know, all that sort of stuff initially. However, as it goes on, the vaccine to me seems like a control mechanism. I, I that... Because that's what will be... That's what will happen. You can't do the like Qantas come out and said international uh, patrons can't fly unless they've had the COVID vaccine. Hmm. Mm. Which one though? Because there's like four or five being trolled across the planet. You know, hadn't heard that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Alan, Alan Joyce or whatever his name, the Qantas guy, came out and said that a couple of weeks ago. You take it first, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, look, I, I don't know. I, I, I don't know where it's going to go. Um, I said you'd want to know it's safe before you go in. And this is my fear with rushing it, is the fact that I'm not a medical dude. I've got nothing on this. But yeah. my understanding is there's strict processes that should be followed. And because it's a pandemic or epidemic or whatever, there's one of those, they can then hasten it and, and skip certain portions of trials. And mm. um, that that rings sort of a bit of a red flag for me. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I wouldn't want to take it. I'm not in the immediate danger zone. No. I'm I'm reasonably healthy. I, yeah. I'm pretty fit. Do I eat the healthiest? No. Uh-uh. Um, so, but I'm, that, once again, that's work in progress. Yeah. Um, but, yeah. But I, I agree with your comment before. I think it comes down to health as well. But, yeah. But it's a virus. It's a nasty. Mm. But it's not unlike anything else, you know. I think that's 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 the issue that I've got. Where do you stand on any of the conspiracies? Do you pay much attention to that or? Um, look, I'm normally a conspiracy theorist, yeah? You are, exactly. Yeah, that's, yeah, why, yeah. that's why I'm asking you the question. Not as much with this one. And I think um, <laughs> I'm going to throw the politic thing in here. Mm. But Trump sort of ruined my conspiracy theory um, thought process because everything's fake news. And he's just gone down that avenue of um, even words that were spoken out of his mouth two minutes beforehand is fake news. I didn't say that. It's like, well, hold on, dickhead. You can clearly see that you did. Mm. Um, so it's just been brandished that much that I, I, if there's so much 
garbage out there. Yeah. Um, and I think I asked uh, Angus this in a podcast a couple of podcasts ago, and his answer was it's very difficult to wade through the bullshit. And mm. I, I'd probably agree. I actually pay little to no attention there's, to it anymore. There's so much misdirection in the last four years. Mm. Um, now, granted, there's always crap out there, yeah. Mm. You've always got two sides to every coin or every mm. argument. It is what it is. Um, but there's, there just seems to be excessive. Mm-hmm. Um, these, this, this last sort of um, last four years of, of the US, which is why I probably paid the most attention to it. Um, it's been drama. It, it's like a reality TV show. Mm-hmm. He's he's made the country into his own personal TV show. Mm-hmm. Um, misdirection. You're fired. Um, he's literally done it, and there's been no repercussions. Um, it's literally been one big joke. Yes. Uh, however, let me, because you freely admitted at poker night that you would have voted for Trump back in 2016. Absolutely. Yeah. Yep. Right. Because you were sick of the system. Yep. Okay. So here we are four years later. Those, the, the American people, it seems to be undeniable now, have voted the system back in. Yep. And you know what? I think if, there was, if there was a less extreme version of Trump I reckon he would have won again I yeah. think he was he was too much he was too much um, just he was too much he's too much of a cowboy he's too much this you asked the very first question before when we can, when we started what do they need to do what does Sleepy Joe need to do now mm. now I, I wouldn't have wanted to have voted for Joe but I wouldn't have cared who was up as long as it wasn't Trump yeah, I would have. Right. I would have voted for anyone part, uh, but yeah. Trump. Okay, and and I think that would probably be the case for a lot of people over there. Um, there is so much healing they need to do. There mm. is so much racial divide. There is mm. so much tension. Um, they're in a bad place, and it's scary because the world looks up to them. They're they they're supposed the to be the number yeah. one, and you know what? They've retracted. And it's the fall of every great empire is ret- retraction, mm-hmm. losing, losing allies. Mm-hmm. Allies then form with enemies, and the world it becomes a different place. The Mongolians, the you go back yeah, through the history, yeah. Yeah, the yeah. history of the yeah. world. It is yeah. what it is. Yeah, just play it out. I mean, the, this is the demise. It is. It, you know, I think I said to Kath last night that I don't think the the Western Civil, the modern Western society as we know it is no longer teetering on the edge. I think we're sliding down the hill. Like yeah, I think it's, unfortunately. We are on the... We are... In our lifetime, we will witness the fall of the Western Empire, the modern post-World War II Western Empire as we understand it. And it's really sad because, like, I'm, I'm pro-America. Um, mm. Like, I know they've got our back. Um, we are only who we are because of them. Um, they have been our safety net. Um, it's one of the reasons that I'm glad Trump's gone because there is so much. There's probably a better chance for uh, re-establishing allies and all that sort yep. of stuff, international but, ties. But there was so much inconsistency. There was no following the rule of law. There was a "I don't care, I will just sue you" mentality. Um, I'll do what I want. There was no. There's none of that reliability which has been the U.S. through and through since the last World War. Mm-hmm. They were your allies. They were your allies, mm-hmm. and they had your back. Whereas you've just seen the withdrawal of troops from Germany, you've just seen all of this Afghanistan. The, mm. you, it's just it's just one playbook after another been ruined and destroyed, mm. regardless of relationships, mm. um, and that's the demise. People have lost trust. My, my personal opinion, like I'm no one in the world. No, no, no. This, this, is, this, is, this is just a conversation. Yeah, but yeah, I, 
I was I would have had trust. I don't now. Mm-hmm. So what's your opinion? Because I, as far as I see it, you we are uh, you are actually voting for Kamala Harris. I would say. Do you think Sleepy Joe's going to get his get his first term? Done? Um, doubt it. Don't really care. Yeah. As I said, I didn't I didn't vote for him. I voted not for Trump. If it's that makes sense. That. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I don't give a shit what he well, does. I think that the, in, in, are you not hitting on the head of um, the problem of modern politics in the Western societies is that you don't vote for the person you like, you vote for the person you hate the least. Yeah, yeah, which, which is a real failure. Um, I said to someone the other day, Arnie should have gone. I guarantee that guy would have got in. <laughs> yeah, he can't because he doesn't, wasn't born in America or something like that. Something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, you, but the two choices, same as last time they had, uh, it was Trump or Clinton. Mm. It's never going to do Clinton again. Like if I ever had a choice, she no. Well, Hillary, she's, Hillary, she's a bad person. Yeah, Hillary, Hillary Clinton is a demon from another dimension, man. Like I, I maintain that if she had got in, we would World War Three would have started within twelve months, two years of her getting in office. Yeah, so I think when you go to Camilla or um, or Joe, mm. um, look for me, they said the right words. They ticked the right boxes. It sounds didn't like they say the right words. Hasn't Joe Biden been in fucking politics for 50 years now? He's got the idea to fix it. Like, who cares? There's always been someone ahead of him. You can't, you can't, you know, it takes time to get there. I don't know. He's there now. He's mm. saying the right words. The other guys. Well, who's the better? Well. <laughs> yeah. We, we all do that. Uh, <laughs> He's just got to stop drinking before he gets on stage, yeah? <laughs> well, I don't think that he is. That's the fucking problem. But yeah, look, for me, the the American politics, you've got... Like, Trump was carrying on about Joe's age. Isn't he only, like, four years younger? Yeah, he's, like, not, you, that, he's not that he, much He ain't younger. a spring chicken, yeah? No. Um, same shit. He still dyes his hair and jumps into a, a slant, sl- slarium or whatever it is every time before he gets on stage. Oh, well, that, that is hair. That's why it looks orange. Yeah. Um, but they're old people. Yeah. They need younger people to be mm. run of the country, which is where the Camilla Harris, how old is she, 55 or something? Mm. You know what? That's a reasonable age. But she's responsible for some pretty fucking serious atrocities in California in her own state, and some of the things that she's done is pretty fucking disgusting as well. But, I mean, how would you... What politician at this stage that's been in the game for 50 years or 30 years or however fucking long they've been yeah. in there for hasn't? Yeah. Do you know what, though? Um, just Just... It doesn't. It depends on which side of the fence you sit on. That's if, true. if you're a Republican, yeah, yeah, you hate them. If yeah, you're, you're a Democrat, looking, you hate looking, them. Yeah. And if nothing else, this um, these rallies, this this last election, um, I was walking in there at poker night. I thought it was going to be an absolute shoe in. Boom, Trump's out. Mm. Everyone has to it vote. It wasn't though. No, which mm. just goes to show you that there's a massive divide of mm-hmm. people who believe he's right, and. Um, or, or, or it could be exactly what you're saying, but from the opposite direction, they don't want to vote, vote the old guard back in again. Uh, absolutely. Absolutely. I was talking to some people at work, and they were mentioning about um, if you've got nothing, and you're sort of just in your own little world, and you're cruising along, and everything's just sort of just blah, and you've got this guy up on stage, as much as you might disagree with 90% of the stuff he says, if he says one thing that ticks your box... Just one thing. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, and well, then you're going to vote for that guy. If the other guy's saying nothing, and he's saying the one thing that you, that ticks that'll, your... That'll turn your vote. Yeah, regardless of all the other stuff. Um, like, one of the guys at work literally said to me, well, blah, 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 he's pro-Trump. And I'm like, 
But he lies. Like every word out of his mouth is a lie. Like it's it's like fact. You can find out. And he's and he goes, well, you just look past that. Like who cares? Um, and I went, hold on. In what world? The one politician tells the truth as well. Though. That's the thing. yeah, yeah. But there's 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 stretching little white porkies, and then there's outright falsehoods. Look, I if and I don't. The and fact that it's between Donald Trump and Sleepy Joe for the leadership of the free world, I find so sublimely ridiculous that I can't even properly express it. However, Trump has thrown a tantrum since he lost. Hmm. He threw his toys out of the car. Oh, he fucking did. Like, and that's been pretty... And he's still spitting. <laughs> he's still going. And it's pretty... <sighs> it's a crazy thing to observe. I've got, got one word and it starts with an L. Loser, a loser. Yeah, but he, in every aspect, and he's not used to losing as well. This is the, and you know what? For the first time, his little fucking foray into the courts and holding shit up, and I'm just going to throw money at this situation and try and out court you. Mm. It's not going to work, and so it shouldn't. But I think that I read something the other day that he has the power to pardon himself if he chooses to. Yeah, I think I think yeah, but I think there's it has to you can't just do a blanket I'm going to pardon everything. I think it has to be to specific things yeah. and it can't undo criminal. There's something there's 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 a there's a, there's a, yeah. there's a form there or something. He's got a big fucking list he needs to make specific, yeah. Mm. <laughs> yeah. So I did read that he was going to try and pardon his kids for the um uh the charity funding like the 100 million dollars or whatever it was that they spent um, Ivanka's in the courts at the moment. Oh, for the inauguration or whatever it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like and it's like, you know what? You shouldn't be allowed to do that. You and your whole family should go to jail, which is what I hope happens. But what about Biden's son and Ukraine and all that sort of stuff? Like, there's the thing is, if you start making people responsible for that sort of shit, every politician would probably fall. Yeah, maybe. But once again, we get to the fact of gross pushing the limits. This isn't this isn't a little tweak where people are trying to be nasty. They're, oh yeah, like he he held conferences at his own resorts and all that sort yeah, of shit. Yeah. There's a big long list here. Yeah. yeah, there's a big long list of what's the saying when when shit doesn't look right. Most often it's not. Mm. Um, he's a he's manipulated the situation for his own benefit mm. and for all. There's a lot of people these charity organisations, um, but no less than the Clintons. Yeah, absolutely. I agree. You know, like, like, where do you draw the line with this shit? I suppose, you know, we, we could go round and round and round. But what, how do we find... The thing is, is that we're going... Not only are we going to observe the fall of the Western society as we understand it in our lifetime, however, in the very near future... The, the last vestiges of the men that created the world that we currently fucking exist in are going to die and it's going to be our problem. Mm-hmm. Like, how do we make change? How, or is it too ingrained? I mean, you could you could start start throwing that shit around in Australia. Like I was reading the other day, it's like one of the Liberal Party's highest uh, contributors. You can only contribute to X amount in Australia doesn't stop our politicians being worth 500 grand they go in and 30 million when they leave no questions asked however <laughs> i think it was some it was, it was this whole thing where it was like there was a parcel of land that was worth three million that the liberal party paid 30 million dollars for and the owner of that land was one of their biggest contributors if we start peeling back 
Yeah, but that's why. That's why. Who's what's the Ipswich mayor? Oh, Pasali. <laughs> oh, that's why he's in jail. Yeah. Yeah. Look, he was the best thing that ever happened to Ipswich. He that, was. That place yeah. has come off the map. Uh, on the map, I should say. Yeah. Um, it's actually a beautiful little city now. Mm. Um, and that's because of him. Yeah, yeah. But and, I mean, if and, you're going to use your credit card to hire hookers, you probably deserve to get yeah. caught. I mean, how fucking stupid are you? you and know? when you're going, trying to go to the airport with, was it 20 or 30 grand to leave the country? Yeah. Um, yeah you're fucked. <laughs> <laughs> but look, they ended up closing down the whole council. They fired everyone. Yeah. Um, we went into like administration or whatever it was, and well, they were managed by someone else. Um, but yeah, they it needs to be looked at, that mm. sort of stuff. If this is what happened with that $3 million land bought for $30 million, I expect as a citizen, mm. that that shit's not done. Mm-hmm. Same as our Palaszczuk with um, Jackie Trand buying that unit right before the Cross River Rail was announced, yet she was in charge of the Cross River Rail and knew that it was going to be landed there, yeah. so bought it before it was announced. Mm. I'd be pissed if I was the person that sold that house because it instantly doubled in value. Yeah, absolutely. You know what I mean? That's insider information, and mm. that shit's not... Conflict be, of interest. That shouldn't be tolerated, and those people should be destroyed. Mm. It's as simple as that. But they're that ingrained in the system. I mean, we have the same... It's the same issue. It doesn't matter where you are in Western society, I think. You know, and like my... Well, both my parents have been public servants for 30 years. How many different prime ministers and governments and all that sort of stuff. But they've been in the system. And that's, you know, Joe Biden, same thing. He's been there for 47 years, you know, 30 years. Should there be a fixed term limit on how... No. No, and... I don't see a problem with it because you know what? In any industry, you see the swings and roundabouts. You see the ups, you see the downs. You have someone who's been there for 30, 40 years. You have someone who's seen every political other country come into play. You've seen Iran rise and fall. You've seen South Korea. You've seen all of these dramas and you know how they're dealt with. Mm. But there needs to be a normal diplomatic person running the country. You can't have a cowboy telling the G7 to eat a dick um, <laughs> basically Echo Alpha Delta oh that's right I was going to watch the language thing yeah, yeah, yeah. no no it's fine no C-bombs though got no, it yeah that's it we'll just try and leave the C-bombs alone if we can uh, yeah look I, it's such a and look I think a lot of us have paid more attention this year probably because we had a bit more time on our hands some of us throughout the year uh, and it does actually affect us now as well the and I wonder I've, I've put more thought into what is the solution and I don't actually have one yet and I don't know whether there is one to be had without a massive fucking piece of contrast like it's it's almost like every, there needs to be a full restructure of how it's done yeah really uh, whether it's two party system three party system whether it's individual Individual speakers for individual market sector, um, mm. sectors, you know mm. what I mean? Your, your agriculture, there's a leader for agriculture. You're the, I, I, don't know, I don't know the solution either. But no. what we've got doesn't really work. No. The populace here in Australia, here in Ameri- over there in America, there is basically a 50-50 divide as to what people think should be done, mm. which means that half the populace is against what's going to be done and they're going to find everything to bitch about. Mm-hmm when it's being trying to fix or if it goes the other way the other half will be pissed and you can't make everyone happy I get it but everyone should be working towards the same goal yeah mm. and that's that's us as people that's mm. that's the betterment of humans 
But it's become a he who dies with the most toys wins. It's and, a, it's and, a until money. We le, until we let go of materialistic capitalism. It's all money-based, yeah. everything. Until we let go of materialistic capitalism, no real change will happen. Yeah. Yeah. Because, I mean, Trump coming into office, he said he would give away his salary, wouldn't work for his salary and all mm-hmm. that, sort of, which is what, half a million or something like that. Yeah. Sorry about that. You're right. um, sweet, happy days. But, I, but in the next breath, he turns around and says, I want all the events held at my hotels and yeah, I'm going to make so 100 million profit, yeah? <laughs> yeah so you can have my half a million. Um, but yeah, then I'm a charitable guy. We never saw his tax records either, by the way. Yeah, well, and we also haven't ever seen the, um, the Mueller investigation. So that'll come up shortly because yeah. I guarantee you, if I was a Democrat and I'm in power, day one, that shit's being released. Yeah, yeah. So we'll actually find a true story about what happened there and mm-hmm. wasn't redacted. And I hope that asshole Giuliani goes to jail too. <laughs> yeah, he said a bit. Of, he had a pretty swift fall from grace. Grace, old Giuliani, didn't he? Like he was the savior of New York post nine eleven and blah 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 blah. Yeah, he's a lion scumbag. Well, but, but he's a lawyer. Which one? What, what, what ones aren't? You know, I, we but, can. But I admit, I only listen to media. I, I don't know. But once again, you you just you hear stuff mm. and. And I don't just read articles. I listen to live televast, telecast stuff. So it is actually straight from the horse's mouth. Yeah, you are very invested into it. That's the, that's the whole reason I wanted you to get you, uh, to have a bit of a discussion about it. Yeah, I suppose how long before the old guard takes back over again? Though? Yeah, I don't know. You know, like they've just re-voted back in the same system that's exactly the same fucking system that they wanted to get rid of. That The whole reason Trump was there is he was a dirty spoke in the wheel, uh, a dirty big pole in the spokes of the wheel of the system because everyone was tired and sick of the system. Yeah. But as I said, we'll go back to the G7 thing. But when you start alienating your allies and capitulating to the to the bad guys mm. and, and sort of... The but, people didn't want that. Mm. That's not what they were talking about. Changing the system, they just wanted. Yeah, they wanted a different. Want to get fucked? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. There's, there's a level of we still need to be like leaders, yeah, yeah, and and not little children who throw our toys out of the cot, yeah. Um, because, like this whole this whole rigged election, come on, come on. If there was any evidence, the amount of friggin' lawsuits, the amount of the amount of recounts, the amount of stuff they've done, if there was any shred of anything do you know they were offering a million dollar for rewards for people to come forward who had proof they were offering random people a million dollars to come forward if they had proof now any man and their dog who had any shred of evidence was coming forward yeah Yeah, 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 yeah. so there is no friggin evidence Yeah. yeah this is this is all misdirection this is all about creating conflict this is all about let's not have a smooth transition and let's not make let's rile up our base and keep them so that we can come back next time Mm. that's not about uniting a country and that's not what people in charge should be doing no no and look as i say the the level of tantrum that old old donald's thrown you know whatever if anyone's got a half a brain whatever supporters he did have or you know whatever positive things i may have thought about him it's gone now because he just like it's just like a three-year-old stamping its foot, um, and that's that's the perception that we're given from the outside. However, you know, there's still what thirty. When when do they when do they change over? It's not till January, isn't it? Yeah, twentieth or something, isn't it? 
20th of January? 20th? Oh, somewhere around. I think, yeah. I think it's the 20th. I'm not too sure. It's a long fucking time, man. Oh, yeah. A lot of shit can happen by then. I know. You know what? And is he... I, I read somewhere, I don't know if this is true because I've only read it once, but he was looking at doing a um, the options of doing a first strike on the Iranian um, refinery of the, because they're now exceeding the... Um, the oh, the nuclear... Yeah, yeah, yeah. The enrichment program, they're going past a certain limit, so he was looking at a first strike option. Oh, um, right, so he can de- declare emergency power and stay in. That was my thoughts. Yeah. I think there's something in their legislation that can allow him to stay in if they're in a, if they're in a wartime situation. Yeah, uh, so. And see, this is the issue, and, I, I, and I've had this discussion a few times. My concern, my greater and larger concern, regardless of the politics, regardless of anything else like that, is that America is falling. I don't see it arresting the fall. It would take some fucking miracle to arrest the fall. And the problem is, is that a wounded dog with all the guns and all the bombs, the Americans will try and shoot their way out of it before the end. They're not going to capitulate. Yeah. The the Americans will try and shoot their way out of it before the end. Yep. And unfortunately, we are allied with America. And whatever the conflict or whatever that will turn out to be, we will be dragged into it. Mm. Um, yeah. What's your thoughts on China? I mean, the, it's heating up there. Like, there's that those dudes trading Twitter barbs and pictures and... I don't. I don't know what the big. I don't know what the end game there is. I, that's an interesting one, especially for us. Yeah, where we're um, because we're U.S. allies. And this we're is isolated. Uh, this is um. This is this is probably the biggest fear I've got currently. Um, yeah, it would be China. I. I don't know. Mm, it's Should, worrying. It's worrying. It's concerning. I think that the majority of Australians now. We're all scared. We know China is our lifeblood for money coming in. We we know the exports. We know mm. what they take. The I, I was actually starting to look at some of the economic stuff the other day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's really they're really important. But at the same time, we can't give up our identity. We 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 are a freedom of speech society. They are not. Mm-hmm. They're a suppressant. Mm-hmm. Um, that's who we are. We have every right to say that coronavirus can be should be investigated. Absolutely. Um, we have every right to say we don't think Hong Kong people should be um, shot in the street and the Didn't riots. Didn't we let go of Hong Kong quickly? Isn't that, wasn't that a concern? So there's Very a, there's quickly we just capitulated. To, to let, now Hong Kong belongs to China now. Because who's going to stand up to that? Um, yeah, it's, it's a sleeping giant there and we all know it and China's expanding into the South China Sea. They're coming down. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. We, we, well, they've ringed the Pacific Islands. You know about all that stuff, don't yeah, you? Yeah, 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 yeah. And... Um, Oh, there's there's risks, and this this latest list and um, look it seems that it's come from the top over there of these fourteen demands that we're not, but if well, we can't give in to those no. because that's who we believe as a people yeah. we do that and we're just saying okay okay yeah 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 and yeah. that's that's not who we are no. same time we push back. They push back ten times harder, so it, it's a rock and a hard place. It's it is a, a rock and a hard place, but I suppose, and look, this is a conversation we've had. Um, after work at a few different times it's like leadership true leadership doesn't matter if you're looking at america uk you know um i actually think jacinda arden's pretty good the kiwi prime minister yeah, i like her she's i like cool. her as well like I, she There's actually no bullshit from her no no she's a leader right but we don't have a leader scomo's not a leader let's see why i like scomo but he's not a leader he's a politician there's a difference between a leader and a politician yeah I, I wouldn't have wanted his job this year, and he didn't do a terrible job. 
um, apart from when he was in Hawaii during the bushfires. Oh, yeah, but if, yeah, keep going. Yeah. <laughs> it's been a million things happened since then. If we had true patriotic Australian leadership, we would restart the refineries. We would restart the um, the metal, um, what the bloody hell they're called, the, um, you know what they are. We've only got, we, do we make steel in Australia anymore? Smelting plants. Smelting plants. Yeah. We'd restart the petrol refineries. We'd restart, we would, you know, actually a guy at work had a really good idea. Instead of investing, because our super money that is supposedly ours, which is not, it's invested pretty much primarily overseas, bring it all back, tell all Australians that we're taking all your super money and we're investing it back into Australian production of Australian products. I reckon to a man and woman we would agree to that. Bring production back on shore, start making shit in this country again, uh, agree that, you know, you have to set up labour markets and market value and all that sort of stuff, then we could actually, to a larger degree, look after ourselves. You know, if we reset... Yeah, no, I, look, I agree with you to a point, but only if the world is in a way worse position than we're in. Currently, the world's still dictated by money, and at the moment, to, to run your, um, your refinery plants costs a hell of a lot of money. It does. And to reset it yeah. up... And to do all that, whereas but we can da- just... Isn't the dark fucking secret of Western capitalism, or sorry, democracy, capitalism, democracy, uh, that the reason we're making so much money is slaves are making majority of the shit? Slaves made this. Sla- you know what I mean? If you go pennies on the dollar... Yeah, yeah but you look at our wages. I told you what I was on before. Yeah. Um, we can't, mate, we can't get basic resources in when we're paying people this money. The only reason that we're getting fuel currently at a dollar forty a liter is because we're importing it and we're getting it a whole boatload over. We make that here and we refine it here and we pay our wages to actually make it and do it here. Mm. Fuel's going to go to four dollars, and then people will bitch and they won't do it. So, until the global economy changes, until mm. there's a major reason for a restructure, mm. but I agree it has to, it should happen. We should be self sufficient. Mm. We should be. We are one of the countries on the planet that could be could. majority self sufficient. I agree. There, there would be no issues there. If we stop exporting, we keep everything in house. We could do it happy days. But the money doesn't flow. We don't then get healthcare. We don't then get our roads fixed. We don't have money to pay the police. There's, there's, it's such a big picture. Mm. And until the whole, but I mean, pay pay majority of pay structures in Australia, we don't get the one percent, the two percent we used to get every two years. Everything costs more, but we a lot, vast majority of Australians haven't been paid more for fucking years. Yeah, you know, like so, it's where's the. The, the cost of living has continued to exponentially increase percentage points every single year, but majority of Australia has, hasn't had a pay increase in 20, 30 years. So the money that we used to pay for Australian-made products in the 80s or the 90s, which, you know, it's really... That's the right. two so we can't afford it now. So we have to import. We have to get the cheap stuff in in order to pay for it. But we're paying more for the cheap shit. Yeah, but it's still less than if we were making it in-house. We make it but if there's been no dollars. wage increase, how, I don't, I don't understand the economies of scale there. Like, I, I don't have knowledge on it. Like, I'm just riffing and yeah, yeah, yeah. having, I don't either. Yeah, a conversation about it. However, I don't understand because if you look at the pay scales of majority of Australians, it's pretty much been flat across the board for the last twenty, thirty years. Yet, we've shut all manufacturing down, and the cost of living has increased. So all that's happening is that these corporations are getting more profit. It's not actually. That's right. There's it's no, there's no, 
It's not filtering down. No, because trickle-down economics does not work. That's mm. the whole, you know. So, so basically it comes back to the whole system needs to change, whether it's politics, whether it's financial, the whole system needs to change. Mm. Yeah. Uh, how does that happen without a catastrophe? No, it doesn't. Exactly. Because too many people, the people who are making the money, don't want the system to change. Mm-hmm. And they're the ones who have the power because mm-hmm. they're the ones who pay the politicians and donate to all the systems. Mm-hmm. They're the pharmaceutical companies. They're the... Military yeah, industrial the, complex. They're the, the, the multi-glomerates or whatever yeah. you call them. They're, um, it's all those dudes. Mm-hmm. They're all the powerful ones and they don't want shit to change. Because, mm. I mean, and look, I think the coronavirus has been interesting as far as most of the rich people got richer this year. And most of the medium businesses did not. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. It's um, what I find interesting is um the the way that the work from home workforce didn't affect me personally. I don't mm. do the work from home thing, mm. um, but I know a lot of people who do, and um, a lot of businesses have realised we don't need to pay this money for these for this level fifty in in the city unit or whatever floor commercial floor because yeah, that's a big thing because my workers can now work from home um one of the people i was talking to their um their kpis were smashed yeah uh way more than normal because they didn't have the in-house chatter around the around the coffee machine they didn't have the hour-long to and fro commute so they're actually getting more productive time um, they had the time to drop the kids at school and all that sort of stuff, so there was less impact on family life. Mm-hmm. Um, like it's it's a tick 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 tick. Now, of course, you're going to have the Gumbies who stuff it up, mm. um, but when you're talking about cost of real estate in some of these places, um, mm. so yeah, it's 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 an interesting thing, which was thrust upon the industry market sector mm. um, that not. A few businesses obviously were doing, mm. but this went everywhere simultaneously. So all of a sudden, these little businesses who were like, oh, we can't do that. Actually, they have. Mm. And now they're now going, shit, that works. Mm. I can have these guys working from home and mm. still achieve a positive business output. And the, the, the ongoing effect of that, I don't think we've felt yet. Nah, because it yet. makes city centers pretty much irrelevant. Absolutely. Which means it makes the cubicle life irrelevant. Yeah, and so the cost of your CBD now will drop, which means now those high-rises that cost $50 million to build, um, they're not getting their return on investment, which mm-hmm. means we have then those businesses who are then stuck with huge debts. Mm-hmm. Um, you've then got the rental is going to drop. Mm-hmm. Everything, everything's going to lower, which means there's a flow on to um, the building because yeah. all of a sudden we don't need to build more high-rises no. for commercial. Well, it, it, one of the dark secrets of most CBDs is that majority of those big buildings are empty now anyway, and they have been for a long time. Like I remember back in 2013, working in Edward Street, which is the the premium street in um, Brisbane, right? Yep. Oh, right. Uh, the premium street in Brisbane, every building around me was empty. Like I, we didn't have every building around me was was empty. You're just breaking everything, man. Yeah, sorry about that. But yeah, every like you look out the 14th floor window, the three buildings around me had no one in them. Mm. Yet we're building more buildings. It's a false economy. It's all built on FUBAR. You know, it, uh, one of my favourite lines is like, apparently we owe $2 trillion. Who to? The fucking Decepticons? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, Yep. 
So the the bubble's got to burst, and the corona. We I think the ongoing economic effects of this year will be continuing for a very long time. I don't think we've seen anything this year. No, this year the government's propped everyone up in Australia. Mm. The government's given everyone money. Um, They've just made. They've dulled the hurt. Mm -hmm. Okay, Um, but our kids will be paying for the money that we receive. Yeah, 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 yeah. But we also don't have. A lot of dead parents. True. You know what I mean? I'm glad my mum's still alive. Mm-hmm. Um, whereas if it had let me run rampant, um, there's a lot of people who wouldn't be here. So super happy with that. Mm. I'm happy to have a debt full this. Um, but I, I think by the time... The government can't sustain what they're doing. Otherwise, we will be screwed. Yeah. Yep. So the government will pull the rug out. The banks will stop these honeymoon loan extensions. Mm-hmm. Um the only reason they the only reason they're doing it is because they realise that there's going to be so many friggin' mortgage defaults because um, mm-hmm. there's like a million people who are out of work. Over again. Yep, and they're because I was talking to someone who knew a bank manager and he's like, "Oh, you're going to make them pay?" And they went, "No," because if we if we start defaulting and they get a no, flood of houses on the market, over, yeah. the whole market crashes, um, and then we're left with debt. Mm-hmm. We, we we can't make our money back. Mm-hmm. We'd rather you hold your own debt. Well, you, you go keep back to the CBDs, right? You know, you think about, mm. you know, like some of these houses in Sydney, you know, five years ago, you're paying $2 million for a three-bedroom, one-bathroom house. You're not passing a property onto your kids. You're passing your debt onto mm. your kids. And even now, I think a lot of those properties are beginning to fall over. Yep. And if, if what the coronavirus has exposed, the majority of these office people can do their job from the, in their pyjamas sitting at the table, there's no need for to be right next to the train station there's no need for to no, be in you there you can be anywhere that's got internet matter. access it doesn't matter it's irrelevant yep yeah. so I, my, my prediction and look crystal ball stuff yep um, is, is you know I'm saving for a house mm-hmm. um, another one again um, and I'm like by the end of next year I think mid next year by June-ish um, sorry fe- February March I reckon the government will start pulling the rug banks will have to start making people pay mm-hmm. um I think with us, all of the rent that people weren't paying rent for because they've held over, mm-hmm. it's due like in a lump sum once. It's it's not like they have to stop paying it. So all of a sudden... No, and all these extension loans, it just tacks onto the end of your absolutely. loan. Absolutely. So the not, bank's happy to do it because yeah. they're making more because they've just yeah. increased your base load. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And you're now paying... They're making more money out Yeah, of you've it. got another 12 months interest you need to pay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, I mean, so, and the ones yeah. with the rentals. So all of a sudden now, I haven't. if someone didn't pay rent for a bit, I think they've got to pay the lump at the end. They've still due all that money. So by the time the the laws change and they can start evicting people, there's going to be more people getting kicked out. Which but where's means, that money going to come from? That's the yeah, other question. Of course, too. if I can't pay it today, I can't pay it in six months' time mm. if nothing's changed. Yeah. So stupid process. But my theory is, by yeah, the government's going to pull their money early to mid next year. Um, the banks are going to pull their get out of jail free clause, mm-hmm. um, and then all of a sudden there's going to be a flood. There's going to be a lot of people who are going to be far behind. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm hoping it's a horrible thing to say, but I've got enough behind me to actually capitalise yeah, on that take advantage and of that, get yeah. back in and get my first house back again. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's a dick move, but it's well, no, it's it, you, you've got to you've got to take opportunities where you can. Like, I'm very very happy with what we paid for this place because we will never lose. We're in front now, and we could take a twenty percent drop in house prices out this way, and we'd still be in front. Mm. the way we've actually structured how we've done and how we've played it out here. So, and I think that will happen. 
the, these these astronomical housing prices around all major CBDs in Australia, it's not sustainable. There's still records going at the moment, though. Like it's it, it, there's such a false economy. There is so much money out there. Mm. Um, places are still moving for big dollars. Mm. There's been no reduction yet. Mm. I said there is this major false economy. Mm. Um, real estates are like buy, buy, buy. Now's the time to buy. I'm sitting there thinking. Jesus Christ! No, now the bubble's going to burst. Yeah, yeah, yeah you're you're going to be buying at a peak right now, and mm. it's going to be a significant drop. And, and the that's other, my crystal ball. You know, one of the other elephants in the room is that you know we're not talking about the fact that the interest rates are at all time lows, mm. and they're going to be for the next three years. So mm. they're not seeing they're seeing no major improvement. Even even with us coming out of recession supposedly this month, we've got the first positive in the, since the whatever it was. Um, it ain't going to change. No. This is this is stimulus based. Mm. This is stimulus driven. This mm. isn't this isn't a recovering economy miraculously. Mm. Um, we've still got China to deal with. China has their little tanty and throws the toys out of the cot. Mm. Um, we've got way less money coming in. Have you heard about this? Um, I think it's uh, UK, Australia, New Zealand, and Canada maybe signing a, a, a unilateral trade agreement. Yeah, that wasn't that like with the Five Eye Partners mm. or something like that. Mm. Yeah, 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 and Japan Indian, as well. Japan I think. and maybe mm. India, I heard as well. Uh, I think. Um, look, if if we got together and boycotted China, the the cheap manufacturing is going to go to India. Like that's the next being people uh, economy. You know, cheap wage economy. You know, however, that's not the answer. That's just a band aid on the on the larger problem. But at least, at least in, if everyone did it. It would stop them thinking that they can control everything. Mm. Um, if everyone just went, hold on, big middle finger. Mm. Uh, we've got other options here, yeah? We mm. don't have to capitulate. Like, mm. we, we can still work together. Um, there are other options. And that's, it's, it's like any business diversification. Mm. You can't put all your eggs in one basket. No. And we have for and a long time. And yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and it's worked for us. Like, yeah. it's really oh, got yeah. us into a strong position to deal with the current circumstances. We were looking at becoming debt-free. <laughs> See, that ain't happening. That's not fucking happening. Um, but look, it is what it is. Um, and it worked suited when it did. Mm. But it doesn't look like it's going to now because we have to give up who we are in order to maintain that relationship. So now's the time that you need to have different baskets and, and start to diversify mm. sure we probably won't make as much money um, and it's going to be a little bit pain. harder short term pain for long term gain yeah yeah and if we can get if we can get five trading partners um, and actually and come up with a similar tonnage and similar distribution network mm. um, across five instead of one um, that works that works still mm. and even then if one of them has a tanty you've still got four you mm. n- you're not having all your, your yeah, whole yeah, basket yeah. buddy cut out from under you yeah, well, I mean, the, you know, again, the major concern I think in the next five to ten years is China, um, because they are exponentially building their military power. Yeah, that's right. They are, um, you know, the Emperor Xi Ping sees the fact that China is not the world leader as an aberration, and he wants to correct that. Um, and and we're doing the right thing for the, and this. Is one of the other reasons I like Scomo. For the first time, we're actually investing in our own military defences. I yes. can't remember how many million or billion they yeah, spend. Yeah, yeah. But you know what? About time. Mm-hmm. Um, we need to be able to self-protect. Mm. Um, well, look, there's really no chance we can defend our own borders without external help. However, 100%. But there still needs to be some kind of, of deterrent, yeah? Mm. We live in a world of big bullies with big red buttons. Mm-hmm. We also need to have a little red button to mm. go, eh, we still can do shit. Otherwise, if we just sit there and hope that someone's going to rescue us, yeah. 
And if the other big bully that's proactive calls their bluff, proactive and reactive, isn't it? You know. Yeah, you need you need there needs to be some kind of deterrent. Yeah. Yeah, and look, I think, and look, we have spent a few, and I, and I did think about this the other day. We have spent a fair bit of time not bagging China, but just observing that they are, they do want to be the next superpower. I've got no issues with the Chinese people on whole. I've actually worked with a lot of them, and they're pretty interesting people. And they're 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 a culture that it fascinates me because they've shut their borders for the last six hundred years, and no one really knows. Like, they are potentially probably one of the oldest cultures on the planet. You know, there's, there's, there's a whole province in China that's full of pyramids. You know, there's, there's all this weird stuff that comes out of China. Um, however, the way they, you know, the, the fact that it's the Chinese Communist Party, we always need to remember that. The CCP is who runs China. End of story. And communism's good on paper. And it may be capitalistic communism is what they've done. Have it still not the way it should be run? Yeah, I just I spent a month in China. Being yeah, like, I was going to say you yeah, spent we, some time. We, we travelled through there and look, very different world, very different world, yeah. um, very poor world mm. for what for the bits that we were. But like, that was what thirty years ago now, wasn't it? Twenty? Well, I'm fucking old. Oh, sorry, <laughs> I just thought about. Yeah, it. I was travelling when, when I was eight. ten. All good, yeah, buddy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 that's probably fifteen years ago. Mm. Um, but, um, but the exponential increase in China in the last fifteen years has been unbelievable. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and but the, and the and the growth there and the the amount of um, iron ore they were taking for construction and like there's mm. a, there's a whole heap like they're they're huge. But I just the biggest thing for me, which I like in my little world here in Australia, is the, the freedom of speech. Mm-hmm. Right. It comes down to we do have a voice. Um, granted, it takes a lot to be heard. Um, and we haven't ever really voiced our voice in Australia. We no. haven't done these riots and protests. and Because you know what? Our government hasn't actually pissed us off enough to do it. You look at the Frenchies, mm-hmm. um, whatever it was with the yellow vests, yellow all of a sudden they just, stuff, yeah. yeah, 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 they had the revolution. Um, they, they get out and protest. Mm. And they're like, when it's wrong, they're like, fuck you. This is not but how is it's that, done. Is that Listen e- to the is people. That, is that an echo of the, the penal colony mentality in Australia? Nah, we're just cruisy. Can't be fucked. We're just cruisy. She'll be right, mate. She'll be right, mate. We'll go the flow. Yeah. That's us, really. Yeah, that, Look, that is you us. are right. Uh, I suppose... But I like that. I like that too. And, you know, that is one of the quintessential uh, traits of being Australian. However, at what point, if nothing changes and we do capitulate, da-da-da-da-da, let's say... Let's take the you know the the extreme end of, of the of the negative things that could take place. At some point, the silent majority must stand. Yeah, we we would never be like China is. We mm. could not be like that. No, we would stand up before that. I I've, al- I've always said I would. I wouldn't I, allow yeah, that. Yeah, exactly. And I'm I'm not. A, I'm a pretty cruisy, carefree. Yeah, but me, you know me. Yeah. Um, well, I think it's like you know we only require that you take an E. Immediately, I go, well, that's going to be a fucking problem. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, EAD. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Echo, Alpha, <laughs> Delta. Yeah, yeah, exactly right. I you and, then, and I've always said about Australia, right? So, you know, we've got 25 million people or whatever it is. If you were... The thing about most genuine Aussie blokes is that if you were to, say, invade Australia... If you make us get up off the couch, put our beer down... You're in trouble. You're fucked. Like, <laughs> you better be fucking... If you're going to make us get up and do something, 
you better be fucking ready because, yeah, we're not going to lay gonna, down. You're not going to bend over and take a pint. No, 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 no. No, 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 no. You know, like, and I, that's what a lot of... I can imagine that from an exterior perspective, there's a percentage of countries around the planet that look at the amount of land that's available in Australia. Da, da, da. It's hard country. Like, good luck. You want to march in from the north? Get through the crocodiles and the rainforest and the desert and that, then we'll meet you at Brisbane, right? <laughs> we'll see you when you get here. Um, however, what you, can't un- what you can't understate about Aussies is the reason we're so cruisy and laid back is that because we know. It's like, yeah, come on, come down, come down. Let's, come on. Yeah, come in, come here, come here for a second. You know, if, if we're made to get up off the couch... And actually fucking do something, you better be ready. Yeah. You know? And so we do have good allies. We do. So... But how powerful are those allies if America falls? That's the question. Yeah. America won't ever fall from... America will just fall from grace. Yeah. So America will always be there. They're mm. too big. They're too big to just to dissipate. Um, too, but, too big of a leviathan. To yeah, yeah, yeah. They're they're always going to be there, and even if they're not number one, they'll be number two. Mm. Um, and then they'll never admit that they're number two. So there'll always be a power. <laughs> yeah. So, and look, I said all respect to America. I said they are our allies. Oh look, you know we've got but, a lot of. But American we've got China who wants to be in that spot they're trying to change the currency there yeah. there's a lot of mm. trigger points here mm. and eventually it will come to a loggerhead between the two yeah it will and then and it seems to be accelerating it seems to and be it does yeah. there's probably one person for that there's like a trade war thing going on yeah but then hey look good or bad with that I'd like, I don't hate everything Trump did no, no, no. Um, so I just hate him as a person. <laughs> just a visceral <laughs> disgust. Um, but like there's, he's done a pushback. Mm-hmm. Um, we've done a pushback. Look, it'll be interesting to see, obviously we're in the depths of the throwing a tantrum at the moment. However, it'll be interesting to see, say, it'll be interesting to see what Sleepy Joe does um, and then in turn Kamala Harris does and how they handle once he actually fully takes power what he does. And then upon reflection, how Trump will be viewed. It's interesting to think about that. Um, Because, look, he didn't... He wasn't all bad. It's just the bad was very bad and a bit crazy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is just... It was almost... Someone had to push back against China. Someone had to. Yeah, I I agree. I agree. Um, right or wrong, mm. done, done the right or wrong way. I don't know because even it was done in a bit of a dick way. Yeah, oh, tit yeah. for tat. Yeah. Oh, you, you, you went fifty billion against my fifty billion. Well, I'm going to up it now. Well, hold on, you started it with the first fifty billion. <laughs> you can't now. <laughs> and it literally just went tit for tat. And that yeah. was a couple of years ago. Now, like, yeah. forgotten about that. But, but not even the China thing. Like the re- the revoking of the Antarctica wildlife bit, the the oil the oil fracking the the Indian territories that were reduced and, and all these yeah, monuments destroyed. Stuff, yeah. The children's separation of the borders. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, the the list just goes on. Some the, of that b- stuff was ongoing during the Obama administration as well. Like, yep. we've got to remember that Obama started with hope and change and whistleblowers yep. and blah, 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 blah. Can we just jump back to 2018? You remember the caravans? The doom and gloom caravans that yep. were coming to... Yep. Did you ever hear about the caravans ever making it? No. That's right. 
the election happened, the Senate race happened before. Mm. So as soon as that happened, they magically disappeared. Yeah, there was no caravans. There was no caravans. Now, it was the be-all and end-all of an invasion from down south. Yeah. Um, it's all just misdirection. Mm-hmm. And, and it's hard. Like we go and back fear-mongering. Fear-mongering, exactly. We go back to it's hard to wade through the bullshit. Mm. Like it is hard to wade through the bullshit. You know, like if you listen, because I listen to a fair few military-esque podcasts, like some SEALs and stuff like Navy SEALs, ex-Navy SEAL podcasts, and they have their current serving people on, and they basically say the reason that Al-Qaeda or whoever the terrorists have been suppressed is Trump gave them a blank check to do whatever the fuck they wanted, and they got it done, right? As opposed to dragging it on and feeding the military-industrial complex. And don't forget one of Trump's speeches. He's like, there is people here that want me to go to war tomorrow. You know, he said a few very, very interesting things uh, amongst mean, the chaos. All the people that he put in there. Well, it's true. <laughs> all the people who had no skills, like his daughter who was put in there and then his son who was put there and... Listen, man, you know, you've got to give people a chance. It's not a conflict of interest uh, at all. <laughs> Jesus. Wasn't she like the the major ambassador? Like, yeah, fuck, anyway. Well, as it, and the thing next. is, yeah, next. Like, but again, how, which, how deep do you want to go? Like, you know, mandatory vaccinations exponentially increased under Malcolm Turnbull. It turns out Malcolm Turnbull's wife is one of the, on the board for the fucking company that supplies the vaccinations to Australia. <laughs> yeah, nice. Yeah. Not a conflict of interest. Absolutely. At all. Yeah, it's hard, man. Well, look, dude, this has been a really good conversation. I think we probably should wind it up. Because we, we have chopped and changed a fair bit. We have chopped and changed, but I think it's been good. I think it's, it's an open conversation. What's the fucking solution, man? You know, like, because we could go round and round and round forever. I don't have one. And basically, I'm glad that there are people out there who have skilled people to listen to. Mm. I just think there's a lot of experts in fields that have really detailed knowledge. Mm. Um, they should be listening to people, mm. um, but at the same time, they still need to be listening to us, the people, and yeah. what we want. Yeah. Because if you've got an economist telling you the way to fix this is to not shut the borders and to let everyone go and just run in business as usual, mm. that's great. Sweet. You do that and you fix the economy, but then mm. you've got your health person. So... Who's saying, shut the borders, save the people? It depends on which expert you're listening to. Mm. But then each one of these industries also has people who say the exact opposite. So it's hard. You've but, got there, but there's these panels of experts that go around to every single industry and just say whatever they want. They just, here, this is how big the bag of brown bag of money is. Absolutely. This is what I need you to say. So you just say what you're told to fucking say. You know, we go back to until we let go of the capitalist and materialistic society that we currently exist in there'll be no real change i'm going to say one more thing actually you said something earlier about health we're back on the coronavirus thing yeah, yeah, yeah. it's about it's i think a lot of our world problems would be fixed by our health problems absolutely we fix our health we reduce the money the pharmaceutical companies mm-hmm. make mm-hmm. you reduce the pharmaceutical company cash flow and their influence and I think you see a change in everything. That's we true. fix ourselves. We stop those big greedy ones. Mm-hmm. Um, then there's a chance for change. You go back to the silent majority, right? There has to be, and I, and I don't have an answer either, man. Whatever the catalyst is to make the silent majority stand, we could actually change, right? If we decided, if even if you take the silent majority in Australia, 
we decided tomorrow that we're not buying Coca-Cola products in Australia anymore. If 20 million people said, fuck it, we're not doing it anymore, Coke would no longer have the power in Australia. Mm, absolutely. You know? And that Coke's just a Solidarity example. is the winner. Mm. Yeah. You know, and I think more... Solidarity, right word? Solidarity, yeah. 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 I think more people have become aware of the, the, uh, the broken system this year than any other time. And we're at a point now where enough people are aware of the faults of the system that we could begin to stand. However, whether that will happen... There needs to be direction. And yeah. there's got to be a clear direction, which is a clear winner. Come on, aliens. The aliens are coming <laughs> on December 21st. Yeah. Let's, let's finish up on that one. Yeah. <laughs> Every fucking podcast, man. People want to talk about the aliens coming. Uh, look, I... No, don't even start. No, let's not start. Well, no. listen, man, thanks very much. We've got our, uh, our customary end-of-year uh, video game session to get started, and it's, it's, it's always awesome to sit down and talk to you, man. Like, uh, we've said a number of times over the phone we wish we could have a recorder because we have some robust, yeah. very fascinating discussions on the drive home at times. Uh, really appreciate you, brother. Thanks for coming on. Thanks, buddy. It's been uh, good. Thanks very much, guys. Look after yourselves. Stay safe. Be cool. Ciao, ciao. And we'll talk soon. Cheers.